0: Hey, this is Matthew Modine. You're listening to my friend Steve Benz on The Blend. Peace.
1: Welcome to The Blend. My name is Steve Benz, broadcasting live from downtown Chicago. We have a great guest coming on. I have to give you a couple of uh, statistics before he comes on. We've got 27 states uh wait a second it's 32 states (laughs) listening five countries like could this screaming be any louder for everybody let us welcome um i hate that he's that good looking let's welcome uh michael damian to the show michael how are you my friend (laughs) hey steve how you doing buddy you know i just i hate you right now i just hate you with a passion (laughs)
0: No, you don't. Come on, man. Hey, I love you. So, you know,
1: you know, that is that fake love. We know how this works. There's that that,
0: love, hate relationship. We love we love to hate you.
1: That's (laughs) right. Which is it? You know what? That's what I always say. People either love me or they love to hate me.
0: In either case, it's still love, Michael. It's still love. Hey, if they're talking about you, that's a good thing. Okay, it's when they're not talking about you. It's not a good thing. Yeah, it is not.
1: I have had so much fun with your fans out on Twitter and Facebook. You have got some of the best fans on the planet, my friend.
0: Oh, I am. Thank you for saying that. I am so fortunate. Uh, they've been just so loyal. They've been so supportive and, and generous, and just giving of their time. And really, mm-hmm. and, and very inspiring. They've inspired me. Uh, you know, to, to really just keep pushing on. They they give me great ideas all the time. Mm-hmm. They've been promoting, you know, uh, my film, uh, films, music, uh, and they just—I'm—I'm really—I I couldn't be—couldn't be more more blessed than to to have the group that I have.
1: And definitely, if you if you watch Facebook and Twitter and other celebrities and pop stars like yourself, you know, sometimes the relationship just isn't there. So you really are lucky. You're a lucky
0: dude. Well, you know, you just—you got to put in the time. And, you know, the, a lot of times I'm thinking about stuff, I'm like, oh, well, I should actually just let them know how I'm feeling. And that's what's so great about uh, social media today is that, you know, when I'm walking my dog, Bella, every morning, I get a chance to say good morning and, and just to see how everyone's doing, what their plans are, and, uh, you know, check in through the day and then in the evening, you know, uh, find out what what's happening. And it's great also to, to get a temperature read all over the country and just, you know uh, they tell me about what's happening in their their city, their state, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh the weather, I get people in London, the Philippines, uh pretty much all over the world now, uh which is really fantastic and I love hear, sharing stories with uh with people all around the world. It's it's uh it's really it's really been uh, very very exciting uh especially since uh social media's, you know made it so easy to access everyone
1: it really has and let's face it your twitter and my twitter very different you just kind of taking a temperature me i talk about cake i talk about my coffee um so a little different just a little different between us
0: oh i talk about coffee all the time by the way i'm I'm obsessed with coffee i talk about cappuccino me too are you are you into are you into coffee
1: i am you and me cappuccino we need to be on this you know you know santa monica somewhere just you
0: and me Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, I, I, I could make you my, my Al Pacino or I could make you a cappuccino, whatever you want. I mean, oh. I, it's just a stronger cappuccino. But I, I, I'm like, yeah, I've got two insane coffee machines and I make cappuccino all the time. It,
1: just you and me. I think I'm in love with you now, I'm Michael. I'm,
0: anybody that can make
1: me a cappuccino and all, all that kind of stuff, I'm there. I'm right there with you. And, you know, I'll pat you on the back, too. <laughs> I need a big mugs. You know, huge mugs, not these little tiny little things like espresso cups. <laughs> I hate that because I've got big hands. You know, because you're fairly tall too. We can't have that ever, ever. We cannot have small cups. Get large. Yes. You
0: don't want. You don't want an espresso cup. Yeah. You want like a. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. I, well, my cups. I gotta get. I gotta get some new cups then, Okay. Now that I've heard this, I so my you know my what? Minor, medium size. I've got some of the bigger ones, but then you know what happens? I drink more. Yeah. So. See,
1: it doesn't affect me. I could drink all that stuff 24-7, and it will not affect me. <laughs> I'm hyper all the time. But I'm going to send you some, the Blend mugs. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you some after
0: this. I'm ready. I'd love to have one.
1: See, that way, then, then I'll be able to show everybody up and say, look, he's drinking from my mug, everybody.
0: You know. I'm gonna I'd, I'd be honored. <laughs> I'll put it in the collection for sure. <laughs> the
1: collection, wait a second. Mine's supposed to be like shining light on all that. My, only mine. Only
0: mine, Michael. Yes, we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely put a little tiny light on it. <laughs> I I, but the rest of mine aren't like, you know, I don't have anything really. I mean, I I you know, I lost my CBS Young and the Restless mug they gave me for the anniversary, and <laughs> I can't figure out where that one is.
1: You you mean you just can't call them up and say, "I'm Michael Damien, send me another set?"
0: Well, it was the it was the Young and the Restless Christmas gift. Oh. Huh. So I, I had to Brian. kind of, you know, I had to be, you know, they they don't send them out all the time. That was in the old days. I don't know what they send nowadays.
1: You know, before we talk about the movie, let's talk about Young and, and Restless just for a moment. Okay. Okay. So okay. you were years and years on Young and the Restless, and you auditioned to be a pop star. How how difficult was that audition, my friend?
0: Well, it was, it, it was pretty, it was kind of a bizarre circumstance because what happened was the producers of Young and the Restless, uh, saw me on American Bandstand yeah. and I was singing, do you remember, I don't know if you remember a song I had out called She Did It. Yeah. Yeah. It was written by Eric Carmen. Yep. Yeah. So I was on that show. I was 16, just turning 17. And so they called, they got a hold of my uh, new manager at the time. And, and my manager didn't even know because they said, you know, does Michael know how to act? And, and the manager, <laughs> you know, called, you know, said, I just said yes. Cause I assumed you did it. I was like, well, yeah, of course I can. Uh, you know, uh, but I hadn't acted a day in my life. So um, they said, well, would you like to come down to CBS and do a 15-minute uh, screen test, just do a scene? Uh, they would like to see you, but they, they they really want you. I was like, really? Okay. Uh, and they said you could play yourself a singer, st- a struggling <laughs> singer working as a waiter. I was like, okay, well, that's pretty much what I'm doing right now in real life. So, uh, So I went down and did like a 15-minute thing on camera, and they called later that afternoon and said, you know, where can we send the contracts? And uh, I was only supposed to play the character for the summer, for three months. And then at the end of the summer, the, the character had, you know, exploded. And so they offered me a three or five year, I can't remember if it was a three or five year contract wow. after, at the end of the summer. So it was really a pretty, pretty amazing.
1: Wow. That was uh, like 81 or 82, I think, when that came 81,
0: out. 81. Yeah, correct. 81. Yeah. Yeah, and it was what top one hundred something like the top forty. I think that's yeah. where they that ended up, or she did. It was, but you know, D- Dick Clark was pretty awesome. He had me on the show. Um, I, you know, it was on an independent label, yeah. but he yeah. uh, really was the one that gave me you know this huge opportunity, and and uh, you know, I'll never forget. I'll never forget it. And just a wonderful, wonderful guy. Always very kind to me. Yep. Always giving me really, yep. re- really great advice through the years. Uh, certainly miss him. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just, you know, the perfect timing and, uh, I was there at the right time when it happened. So
1: again, what a big difference. Uh, I had my two week stint, uh, days of our lives and you've got what 15, 18 years on young and the restless. Great. Okay.
0: Well, (laughs) 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 well, I don't know what happened there with the numbers there, but, uh, (laughs) I, um, you know, it, it kind of, uh. Sort of an evolution. It wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm gonna spend. And I think, and then I came back for for a couple more. It's actually probably closer to over 20 years because I came wow. back a couple times. But you know, it wasn't. It, what was really interesting is that um, as things were evolving in my career, you know, with with my records and tours, and doing Broadway and Joseph and all those things, they wrote into the story. So it was kind yep. of a. It was sort of a really interesting art imitating life and vice versa. So, um, it kind of it just seemed to be a natural, you know, progression, and, and they made it very uh, comfortable for me not to not to want to leave. Right. They allowed me to do a lot of stuff outside of the show. Well, you did
1: it all. Now, do you see yourself as a a singer that acts, an actor that that sings? How do how do you view yourself?
0: Um, definitely a musician first, because mm-hmm. that's really what I started in mm-hmm. way back at five. Uh, with a piano, with my mom, who's a concert pianist, teaching me out of the box music and music theory, and from there I started singing and you know working with vocalists, uh, vocal coaches, and and then I joined my family band. I played trombone, clarinet, and vibes, and studied vibes with one of the most famous percussionists, Joe Picaro in Los Angeles, who is who his sons uh, are obviously you know from Toto, mm-hmm. uh, the band, the musicians of Toto. Uh, Mike and Steve, and so Picaro. So I came from I came from the music world, and then uh, got that break, and then fell in love with acting, and then from acting, uh, I kind of bridged, you know, acting and and music and all the things that I've learned in Broadway included, really kind of helped me uh, with my my directing career because mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. all those things come into play when you make a film. It's there's so many aspects. The parallels are crazy. How many how many times I'm like, oh I remember that, yes, I did that when I was doing this or I, I you know, you just kind of you pick up stuff along the way and um I always like to watch and observe on the set and study the directors and uh right. how they were directing, producing and how the music was scoring it and, you know, those are all things that really fascinated me.
1: So what's the most difficult part of directing?
0: Um, the most difficult part of directing uh, I mean, since
1: you've been on, in, in front of the camera, it must be far more difficult to be behind the camera.
0: Hmm. I think the most difficult part, well, first of all, you've got to get the script right. Yeah. And when you really have the script that that, that you, you love and believe in, um, it really, it's just building the team. I think once you, you know, I just try to surround myself with, you know, people that are smarter than I am and more talented and more creative. (laughs) You put this team together and you have an... You got an awesome movie. That's my job, right? Right. I got to put brilliant people around me and and get them together. It's really just... It's like a conductor. You're trying to get the greatest musicians together with the greatest score. And, you know, you got the onstage performance and you want to bring it all together live. Or in this case, it's, you know, on the day of shooting, but you know, it's really just sort of conducting and and Mm -hmm. trying to create a really positive uh, atmosphere for the actors to be at their optimum. And having been an actor for so many years, um, you know, I just know what things... I know the things that I responded to, so I try to create, you know, a set, not just for the actors, for the crew, for everyone that's involved, to have a really positive um, experience because that energy... And that creativity, you know, translates onto the screen.
1: So with the movie High Strung, that itself, you wrote the
0: screenplay, correct? Yeah, I wrote it with my wife, Janine, who's my partner, writing partner and producing partner. And we produced it together and I directed it.
1: So is she really bossy? Be honest. No one's listening. Oh, she's amazing. No one's listening. Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. She's brilliant.
1: So, So when you're writing the script, was it an idea that you came up with or she came up with?
0: No, this was this was Janine's original idea because okay. we've this is our thirteenth movie and you know we we uh, were doing the Flicka horse franchise for Fox and we then we did the the prequel to Marley and Me and then we did a bunch of holiday films mm-hmm. like A Princess for Christmas and we've been talking about doing a fusion of our two passions. Janine was a, an incredibly famous dancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember the show Solid Gold? Absolutely. Who doesn't remember that? Okay. Well, she was the spectacular blonde. You know, dancer on Solid Gold. She worked with Michael Jackson, Prince. She got a scholarship at the New York School of Ballet when she was 14 years old from Mississippi. So, she is just an amazing, uh, accomplished dancer. And we wanted to make a movie that fused dance and music. And I come from the music world. Mm-hmm. So High Strung is a fusion of our two um, lifelong passions and 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 careers that we wanted to uh, to create a film to to. Uh, uh, entertain, inspire, uh, um, enlighten, and uh, and and reach people in a positive in a positive setting.
1: Now you you need to ask your wife if she was on Solid Gold when I think was Adrian Zemed hosted it a little
0: bit. Oh, I'm sure she was there from Adrian Zemed, Rick D's, Dion Warwick. She was there a couple of times and came back and forth, so she was there about three, three and a half years, I think.
1: Yeah, because Adrian's a friend of the show. I've had him on a couple of times, so I'll have to tweet out to Adrian. That'll be yeah, funny. I'll
0: ask her. I'll ask her for sure. That sounds great. <laughs> right. I will. That's the way
1: we could tie everything together, because I'm trying to get like, Adrian to do like a Grease 3, which you would be perfect That's at.
0: That's fantastic. Wouldn't That's that be awesome. great? Yes. Right there,
1: there. See, I'm an idea guy, just because somehow, some way, I'm it. trying to get into a film. That's all I'm trying to do. Just so you know.
0: Oh, I think he's fantastic, and 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 so are you. That that's fantastic that you're an idea guy. I love it.
1: So, with this script that she wrote, was it difficult for you to direct?
0: No. It, it well, it, it's it's not so much about difficult. It's it's always a challenge, and I love challenges. Mm-hmm. And I think what it what it was was you know we had to get the dance right because. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got world, a world-class ballerino that we we got in the film. Uh, we cast uh, a young, young, beautiful, radiant dancer named Keenan Campa. Mm-hmm. And what's so amazing is you could actually see it and shoot it, and I uh, could do it head to toe without cheating anything. And wow. it, it really, she's just such a natural on camera. And then you have this insane crew of hip-hop dancers that are so wild and so energetic, and you. You create. You, you, you want to kind of fuse it all together uh, and bring out the best qualities of both styles. Actually, we had several styles of dance in the movie. Um, I think it was really just trying to shoot it, you know, the best way possible for you to see everything without getting too fancy and too uh, tricky to where you can't really see the dance and experience it. I really wanted you to feel like you were there, right there in the middle, right there on the stage with them, performing. And uh, so I did shoot a lot of stuff on stage, reverse camera on stage, looking out towards the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, I kind of covered it, well, I pretty much covered every single angle possible. Uh, and then later in the editorial phase, uh, tried, you know, we really worked hard to, to uh, streamline it so it wasn't too, uh, too jarring, and, and, but it had energy, pace, but you got, you got a chance to see it all. You know, so I'm, how
1: long did it take from the idea to writing it to shooting it and now finishing the product? Um it was two years. Wow. Two I don't think I have that kind of attention span. <laughs> yes you do. <laughs> <laughs> two years. I'd be like, what? Is it two years already? Oh my god.
0: Yeah, it went by really quick. <laughs> did it
1: really? Like uh, uh did you get a chance to actually see them rehearse with the dances and stuff? I would think that would be really exciting just to kind of sit back and watch it all happen.
0: Well, yeah. What I do is uh, in pre-production uh, and while shooting, um, I always go to the rehearsal stage mm-hmm. and and check out what they're working on every day, every dance number. And no, I could never just wait to see it on the day because mm. I'm too much of a control freak. So, <laughs> so I go there. See what's happening. Check in. Let them know I'm here. Talk to the choreographer, Dave Scott, who, by the way, did a fantastic job. And he just won the Fred Astaire Award for Best Choreography in a Feature Film wow. on Monday in New York City. Wow. So big shout-out to Dave. So proud of him on that.
1: Wow. So why don't you give me the premise of the movie and and introduce all the characters and the actors? They certainly, we need to give some pub to them.
0: Um, it's a story about a, a Midwestern ballerina. Who comes to New York in search of her dream and her and she gets a scholarship the, at the Manhattan Conservatory of the Arts. And she encounters a brooding British hip-hop violinist who's busking in the subways in New York. And it's how these two come together, their relationship, a romance, and it's fused with a hip-hop dance crew. And these three worlds collide in New York City, and they embark on an amazing, uh, journey and competition that's gonna change their lives forever.
1: Unbelievable. I wish I could dance, wish I could sing, wish wish I had talent. <laughs> and it
0: stars <laughs> Keenan Kampa, who's the first and only American ever accepted to the Marinsky Ballet Company of Russia. Um, wow. it stars Nicholas Galitzine, a young uh, British talent who just won the uh, UK Star of Tomorrow. Um it stars uh, Jane Seymour, you of course know yep. Jane Seymour. Of course. Uh, from uh, James Bond, Wedding Crashers, Dr. Quinn. She plays the tough love uh, teacher at the school, mm-hmm. uh, dance mm-hmm. teacher. And we've also got Paul Freeman. Do you remember Paul Freeman from Raiders of Lost Ark yeah. and Da Vinci Codes? He yeah. plays yeah. Uh, one of the teachers as well, extraordinary actor. Um, Comfort Fadok is from uh, So You Think You Could Dance, All Star. Um, Ian Eastwood, YouTube, uh, dance superstar sensation um marcus mitchell uh superstar dancer with uh taylor swift um, john silver uh, is another star dancer who dances with uh, uh i'm blanking on the dancer uh Nicki minaj and the list goes on and on so bas- basically all our dancers are really just they're, they're the best the best of the best
1: now people can download the movie on iTunes or on, on demand. So later on, we'll get we'll do some giveaways and stuff. But I'm really just so excited. You sound so excited about this project.
0: Oh, I I am. It's been it's a dream project. We've been, you know, I've been wanting we wanted to do this for about seven years now, and you know we kept talking about it. But finally, we said, okay, you know, what? we have to stop talking about it. We have to actually make yep. the movie now. And I just I've seen the reaction. I've toured to dance schools and conventions and shown the kids the movies, sneak peek screenings mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I've seen how the reaction and how it's inspired people young and old. I've screened it for all ages in test screenings and it was really amazing to see the reaction. It's not just a film for young people. I've had, you know, parents, grandparents, you know, the kids, the the, the, the little ones. I've seen had all ages see the film and so this is the first project that really you know, we've been able to bring, you know, anyone to see the movie and have a different experience. And you could either love dance, you could love music or just mm-hmm. a, a romance story or just a really, you know, a, it, it's definitely a feel good movie. Uh, we wanted the movie to inspire people and to bring them some hope uh, because a lot of the films today are quite discouraging and yep. a little bit on the somber side. And so I think there's plenty of that out there. And I just you know, we wanted to put out a positive message,
1: and way too much CGI. There's hope. You know, with right. all those films, way too much of that. So obviously, with the success of this and the buzz, there's got to be a high-strung two in the works already,
0: right? Yes. <laughs> You're so smart. I, I I may not look like the smartest guy, not but right now, know. as a matter of fact, Janine and I are, are, we're working on the story as we speak.
1: Well, yeah. let me let me throw in a new character. All right, there's this guy in this radio station. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. <laughs> right. And, you know, he helps promote it. And, and, and you know, he gets his I'm 30 <laughs> seconds. He chair dances like no one else. <laughs> He's a chair dancer? Right.
0: Okay. Right there. All right. You okay. Know, I can, love
1: it. You can see him on, like, Facebook video and Ustream and all that. Just, you know, just that's that's your guy. That's all. That's my pitch right there. The entire story for High Strung that's 3. My-
0: Steve, does he have a mustache? He can.
1: He can. Add
0: no more. It's gone.
1: <laughs> right. He can't put a mustache on if necessary. Back.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I can't believe I actually uh, squeezed that in. So uh, right there. We're talking about High Strung 2 with you, and I'm already writing High Strung 3. Just throwing it.
0: I love there. it. Well, all right. Listen, I, 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 but can I can I negotiate with you directly, or do I have to go through your agent?
1: Uh, you know, my people who know people, uh, but no, you could just directly, <laughs> because we're going to do it over a cappuccino right there.
0: Okay, perfect. Our people can go out and they can just do their own thing. And we'll, we'll, we'll cut the deal ourselves. Okay, done. Now, when you're out and about, yes. do people recognize you? Um, you know, per, uh, police, you know, <laughs> detectives, people like that, you know. <laughs> uh, right. IRS. No, right. I, I mean, yeah, it's great. Well, you know what's really funny? I get this a lot. I get a lot of times people will say, hey, wait a minute. I went to school with you, didn't I? <laughs> so that's right. that's usually, that's usually. Then you're gonna like this one. Okay, you ready for this? This is my. This is uh, probably the most. This is the most common. Are you who I think you are? I'm like, yeah. Right. Um, really? Yeah, Michael Damien. Nah, you're not. And then they walk right. right. You're that guy that was in uh, Twenty One Jump Street. Were you that guy? I, well, because they'll see me places like you know, because I live in in uh in las vegas so they're like why are you here right i'm like well i I gotta be someplace (laughs) right (laughs) yeah right
1: and the one thing that i love most about you and i'm very jealous is you have great hair it's always about the hair my friend (laughs) oh
0: stop (laughs) yeah
1: we need to do we need to talk about our gels because i'm obsessed with my hair so
0: oh because i had long hair like you we we you know, I backed off the gel. Okay, so why don't we, when we get together, let's discuss a couple, you know, a couple hair <laughs> products that I've. You know, I used to do the mousse. Yeah. I did the mousse. I did the. Uh, I did a thing, a technique that I did a blow dryer, and then hairspray, and then I spray it while I'm blow drying it, and it cauterizes it.
1: Yeah. I'm did with you. you. Did that ever? Oh yeah, I did all of that. I was um, Billy Ray before Billy Ray. Okay. That's how bad my hair was in the 90s. Oh, man,
0: Billy Ray's got some serious hair.
1: Yeah, it was. And then I had the Bono hair all the one length at one time.
0: Oh, my gosh. Did you ever have a mullet?
1: Uh, we call it moulet. It's French. Moulet. <laughs> okay, me and Billy Ray and all that. I had. Oh, my hair was halfway down my back and stuff when I lived in Los Angeles for all those years.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Look,
1: look, don't hate. Do not hate. And then we had, what, the ripped-up jeans, which are now back?
0: <laughs> yes. I saw a girl walking down
1: down uh, Las Vegas Boulevard with the full-on ripped uh, right. jeans. Right. You wore them. I wore them to Stonewash. You and I, right there, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why did I throw out those jeans? Right. If they were stretchy back then, both you and I would still have a pair. Well, I would, you know, you're in great shape because you're a dancer and a singer and you do all that. and You've got shows.
0: Oh, man. Well, I, listen, you know, it's all coming back. I shouldn't have gotten rid of the, the, the jackets with the big shoulder pads. That was a, <laughs> that was a mistake. I know they'll be back. <laughs>
1: oh, my God.
0: That's why I don't throw out anything. You know, my, my wife is always making me get rid of stuff. And it's like, no, I'm telling you, this is coming back. I'm telling you, it's coming and it it's back. We do
1: not want Shodama pads, my friend. You and I, you're you're at least six feet tall, something like that. We cannot wear padded jackets anymore. You know the Arsenio Hall look? No, we can't do it.
0: Well, that's a little too far. But I had a remember my Rock On leather jacket yeah. that had some pads. Now that's at the uh, at the uh, San Diego Hard Rock. I I think I'd like to get it back. It's on display there because I, I actually could use that maybe. Wear it to the premiere for High Strung in Italy or something, you know? Wouldn't that be cool?
1: That would be really cool. And I think you should be able to just walk in there and say, I'm Michael Damian. I would like that back. I don't want my jacket back. They'll probably arrest me. <laughs> right. I'll stand right behind you. I'll be like your thug. Say, I'll be your security. You'll be my wingman. Right. And then we'll have some wings while we're there. Yes.
0: Some nice... <laughs> yes. Don't get me started. I'm hungry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm hungry all the time. It's wings. I love cake. Uh, I love yeah. my hair and coffee. Those are those. oh, are that things.
0: sounds great.
1: And then my morning donut. I don't know why I'm obsessed with donuts because I shouldn't be eating that. because you know we're trying to be healthy, both you and I, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Krispy Kreme are fantastic, by the way.
1: Oh, the sugar buzz of that. See, we don't have that here in Chicago. We've got Dunkin' Donuts. You know? okay. But when I was out there, you get like a dozen of those, and the sugar rush. Love that.
0: Yeah, it's pretty intense. I no. know. It's it's a it's a once a month kind of thing, you know, it's not a, not a weekly thing.
1: Yeah, no one needed to see a grown man licking their donuts, their Krispy Kremes in L.A. (laughs) I don't, (laughs) not on Hermosa Beach, because I lived on Hermosa Beach, that was not a pretty sight.
0: Oh my gosh, I think some singer did that on a a YouTube video and got busted. (laughs) Don't ever do that. What? Someone's stealing my stuff?
1: (laughs) So now, moving forward, we've got the High Strung two that you guys are are going to be working on. I'm looking really forward to that. What about music for you? Maybe a new studio album? Anything like that in the works?
0: Well, I haven't had uh, I haven't had much time to work on sure. a studio album, but I would love to. Um, you know, I'd love to write uh, and and record something for for the next uh, High Strung would be fantastic. I didn't have a, I didn't have enough time. Uh, prepping uh, I was strung to get into the mm-hmm. studio, but I had mm-hmm. some ideas and then we ended up going into casting and we were shooting out of the country. And so, yeah. uh, you know, I definitely got to get back and do it. My brother, uh, Tom, who's a Grammy Award-winning producer engineer I work with, uh, Tom and Larry Weir, uh, because, you know, my full name is Michael Damien Weir. Yep. And so, uh, you know, he's got an amazing studio and his worked with Everybody from Rod Stewart, to no doubt. And so I'd love to get in there and, and, uh, and record something. It would be fantastic.
1: But is your brother tough? Like if you're, you're off key, he just goes, oh, my God, take a
0: break. My no, God. my mom is. Because I, I throw her in there when I do vocals, and she's so pitch perfect. You should hear her. She's, she's like, that was flat.
1: That was sharp. <laughs> Do it again. Right. You just see the hands on the hips and the roll of the eyes like, oh my God, that was horrible, Michael.
0: <laughs> I got to just keep vocalizing, you know.
1: That's that true. or playing. I would think since she was uh, such a great piano player and stuff, I would think that would be really hard to play in her presence.
0: Oh, she's incredible. To this day at 90, the way she plays, wow. It's just, it's its incredible. It's—it's. It's, uh, I've never seen anything like it. Um, and she's an true inspiration a fabulous mother yeah uh inspired us supported us both my parents were incredibly supportive uh to the whole family i'm one of nine i have um, six sisters and two brothers who were all we were in a family band for about Mm -hmm. almost 10 years uh and so you know again going back to what you asked earlier music really has been the driving force in our family and and really kept us all together i think
1: so nine kids, it's a big family. I'm from seven. So what number are you? Uh, I'm number eight. All right, so you were spoiled, okay? <laughs> I think you're right. I was the middle of seven, okay? I'm. That's sti- what my
0: sisters say. Yeah. They, they they definitely spoiled me. My yeah. sisters, I think. So they- who
1: was number five in the family, brother or sister?
0: Five, uh, Larry, Marie, Style, Tommy, Pixie, Pixie. We nick Well, her name is Christine, but we call her Pixie. She was born on Christmas. Uh... Pixie Christine is number 5.
1: I think I need to talk to her because I'm sure yeah. her like me the middle of many. You know, we've got issues. Yeah. I'll, I'll connect
0: you guys. You should have a, you should definitely talk.
1: Because definitely the younger ones in my family, there's a set of twins, okay? Oh wow. So right there they got way too much. They got more food than me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh no. It's like you.
0: Oh well, there's two of them.
1: Right and that was oh. just wasn't fair okay it wasn't they're 11 months younger. each other
0: when they ate did they
1: <laughs> you know, because my mom would be like uh, no steven um your your younger brothers need to eat because there's two of them i'm like um hello i'm a foot taller than they are i need more food them. <laughs> so what was that like in school like were you all close in age i mean nine how was it 15 year spread how far
0: Uh, no, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was a 12 year spread.
1: Oh my God. Mine is like nine. Wow.
0: Yeah. It was really, it was tight.
1: Awesome. Is it not great to, to grow up in a big family?
0: Yeah, it was fantastic.
1: There was someone to hit at all times. I mean, we, we,
0: to play with, always someone to torture you and for you to torture. It was, it was great. (laughs) Were you a good,
1: were you good students or a good athlete or were you just into music early on?
0: was i i'm sorry i missed the first part of your sentence so
1: were you a good student and into sports or was it all about music with your family
0: well i wanted to be a baseball player but and it just didn't fly with a family it's all musicians yep. it, it just yep. uh, i i tried and then i just had i had to give up baseball <laughs> it just I was, my dream was to be a San Diego Padre. I don't know why I picked the worst team in baseball, but anyway, I just, because I'm from San Diego, so you want to be a Padre. Uh, They're doing well this year, I think, so, uh, but, you know, I really was, I really wanted to play baseball, and uh, that was, you know, but, you know, I think most young boys have that. Yeah,
1: they want to play, I want to play football, and of course, you picked the Padres, who had really ugly uniforms back then. Oh,
0: yeah, the, hey, the the brown, the brown is,
1: right. (laughs)
0: That's exactly what my wife said. She's like, oh, my gosh, that's hideous.
1: Right. And, you know, if you wanted to play, like, for the UPS team, that was the team to cheer for. So,
0: Yeah, right,
1: right, right. So you need to walk on to the Padres and maybe sing the national anthem just one time if you haven't done that.
0: Uh, I've done the national anthem a couple times, and that is a really tough thing yeah. to, to do. And you know what? I, I, the weirdest thing, I sang the national anthem – of all places for the first time in Canada and it was the Houston Oilers were playing a Canadian team and I was there on tour and they asked me to to come and do national anthem sing the national anthem Mm -hmm. and now think about this you're on the ice have you ever looked at those guys in their gear how huge they are yes and you're standing on the ice you know in, in just dress shoes and they're looking at you breathing like they want to kill the other team and they want to get right. going and you're 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 like you're you're holding them up for 3 minutes you know what i mean you right. just got this feeling like get off the ice so we can kill each other right. you know and 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 so i kind of sped the song i sped it up a bit you know what i mean to get to get i could just tell that they're like they just want to get going
1: right and they're gone so, who is this guy who is this you know, guy
0: it's cold it's you're on the ice so that's not you know you you got the cold ice and anyway When they asked me to do it again, I was like, you know, I did it one more time at a uh, horse race at a a big derby thing, and I can't remember where it was, and it was like 30 degrees or something. It was pretty crazy, but um, that's a tough one. I really respect, and I commend anyone that can pull that off because it's it's really hard.
1: Wherever you go, it's cold to sing that national anthem. A horse race? It
0: is. It is. It's freezing for okay. me. I like do it for this in the summer, summer nice and warm, you know, where you can your vocal cords are loose, Yep. you know, because that's the problem is that you're doing it a cappella and you don't have a band or any kind of backup, yep. and then you're, when your cords get cold like that, uh, it's, it's definitely a challenge.
1: Well, if the Raiders moved to Vegas, you could sing there.
0: <laughs> I think we had a hockey team here for about an hour and they left. I don't know what happened. Somebody said that they're gone. Right, because it's 120 there. So how do you have the, ice? They're called the Wranglers. I don't know. I looked for tickets and I couldn't find how to buy tickets. So I figured it's not a good sign if you have to if you're searching all over the internet how to buy tickets to see the <laughs> Las Vegas Wranglers. I hope they're. I don't know. Maybe they're still here.
1: Or maybe we could start a hockey team, the um, Vegas Damians. How about that? Vegas
0: Damians, yes.
1: Right. Everybody has to have that flowing hair, the same matching hair like yours. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes, yes. I, I would.
1: It's, I think that would be good. And you guys, all using the count same countdown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. You know, I had a battle with Richard Marks. I don't know if I told you that. Did you? Yeah, we 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 had a little tete-a-tete. I mean, he made a comment on the radio about my hair, and he was saying that he had better hair. And so I went on some show, and I talked. I said some stuff, oh my and then God. you know. There was some back and forth about who had better hair in the 80s. So I don't know. Just wanted to throw that out there. Hope that there's no bad blood. But, you know, I think he's awesome. But you know. I'm
1: going to have to start a rumor. I'm telling you right now, he has a residence here in Chicago. He does? On the North Shore. Okay. So I think I'm going to have to start a rumor between you and he. And I believe Hair Wars is what we're going to call
0: it. Yes, I think we should.
1: <laughs> we will find out. Now, he's got some great music. Would you ever record any of his stuff?
0: Uh, I I I think that'd almost be sacrilege. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean? I can't record his stuff. I mean that that's his stuff. You know what I mean? It would be... Well, just maybe
1: just pick one of those. Like if there were covers, are, is there music out there that that we remember from uh, you know seventies, eighties, even into the nineties that you wish that you could sing, or if you had the chance, you would like to do a cover?
0: I'd probably cover like a Donny Osmond song just to just to torture him because we we have fun torturing each other. <laughs> Donny Osmond. Donnie and, I, Donnie and I are on a collision course for many, many, many things. It's awesome. We, I love him. He, we both, we both played Joseph. Uh, we battled on the charts with Rock On and Soldier of Love. Yep. So we, we, every time we get together, we always have the same conversation. It's great. He says, "I hate you." I say, "I love him." And, and we, we, we In fact, I just saw their show in Las Vegas. Donnie and Marie, uh, they invited, uh, invited us over there the other night, and it was fabulous. Have yep. you? I don't know if you've seen it. But it's a really, really well-put-together show, and they sound amazing. Yeah,
1: they're coming to town. And I remember when those two songs, when that was, I think it was 89,
0: when Soldier
1: Love came out and Rock On. Yep. So I was on L.A. Radio back then, and I remember playing both of them and asking people, who are these two artists, and we will give away a T-shirt. And no one knew who either one of you were. They couldn't tell by the voices right away.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, so I was on overnight though, so most of the people were drunk listening to me anyway.
0: <laughs> hey, when you when you when you are you gonna go back and say hi? If you do, I please just torture him a little bit. Just say oh, hi. I will. When
1: he comes in town, ta- in town, he's been on the show a couple of times, and he okay, give is, him a hard
0: time, please. Just give he him. He
1: is so funny. I had no idea, and just like Richard Marks, I had no idea when I met him, as funny that they are. And you, you guys have great personalities, and you would think. You'd be almost a standoff, kind of like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a star and no one needs to talk to me.
0: And you guys are not like that at all. Oh, uh, well, thank you. I was thinking the same thing about you. I thought you were going to, you know. No. Give me a hard time and, you know, torture me. I
1: did, you know, right there. We are on Twitter. You and I are now BFFs.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I'm tracking you like. On an hourly
1: basis. I've already seen a couple of tweets going. They're talking about hair, really? Of course I'm, we are. I'm
0: retweeting every. I'm just hitting retweet. I'm not going to stop and type because that would be rude. And you'd be, hey, somebody just put. So okay, now I'm being rude. You got. I'm just put a shot of me drinking, like five shots of me drinking coffee. <laughs> That's funny. And they tagged you. Okay. Oh my God. That I got to get you a mug
1: as soon as I can. I'm going to start uh, posting out the Michael Damien mugs. I need and it's to a one. tiny,
0: sissy little cup. It's the littlest. Oh, you're going to, you're going to build a torture the heck out of me after you see this. Oh
1: my God. That is just too, too funny. And when I get out to LA, usually once or twice a year, I do some live shows on Los Angeles. So I'll have to let you know, I got to get you on the show. Maybe have you sing live or something. All right, I'm ready. Yeah, And then I could be in like your video, mm-hmm. one of your latest well, no, videos, no, no. we will redo Rock On. I I'm I, I'm ready. I'm ready. Now, how did you pick Rock On? I know we're we're strapped for time for a little bit, but how did you pick Rock On to to do that cover?
0: Um, it was my favorite anthem song. I was, you know, I was in San Diego County pretty much no friends, no girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was I don't know, 13 and uh just i remember that being my my anthem and uh it just stuck with me and i said you know one of these days i'm going to i'm going to record this song again and uh i was putting together an album mm-hmm. and i was thinking about and then i was listening to some of my old favorites and i heard it again and i was like okay i'm doing this song i've, I've always wanted to uh it helped me through you know you know the awkward you know, preteen almost years when you're just really unattractive, and not that I got any better looking, but you know, yeah,
1: I'm I'm still going through that right now. That's why I'm in a dark studio. Thank you.
0: No, but I mean, you know, I wasn't popular in school. Um, I, Come on,
1: you weren't popular in school. You no, you came out cute and cuddly with curly hair. I hate you so right now, Mister. No, I, I
0: I promise you, I if you if you could interview anybody that I went to school with, I'm telling you, they will tell you that that who, <laughs> Mike, who, uh, they used to call me Mike, and so but. I was really in fact this girl that, this girl that I had a crush on uh, Janice Anderson her best friend came up to me the last day of school before summer break and she said that Janice wants to date you but you have to start dressing better and if you do she'll date you next year <laughs> Oh my god Yes yeah, so I bought an Angel Flight suit and I Oh no yeah, I bought a blue powder blue Angel Flight suit and white Patent leather shoes and and wore it to school. Uh, yeah, the following the following. Be- oh
1: my God! Yeah. No, no, no! You've got to send me that picture.
0: I I, I think I have a photo somewhere. I will.
1: I will. I will uh, and I will post back one of my pictures in return. So.
0: Okay. You got it. I'd love to see one of your. Oh
1: my God! That is too hilarious. First of all, no one is believing that you were not popular. Okay. Nobody.
0: I, I wasn't, I promise you. But it was, you, but it was you
1: sang and danced, and you're a you musician. Every girl I've ever known on the planet is like, oh, yeah, he, he plays guitar, he plays, you know, he can sing love songs. You know, I played sports. All I could do was hurt people back then.
0: I didn't play, I didn't do anything at school with the music, really. I didn't. Let. I, I kind of was doing it, because oh, I, I wanted to play baseball, remember? So yeah. Was sort of keeping it... I was sort of keeping it on the—I should have—you're right. If I was smart, I would have played up the musician part, Yeah, but I was just doing the baseball, so nobody nobody really knew about what I was doing. See, we could have hung
1: out um, together back then.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: We'd be good covers for each other for that. (laughs) Because I had um, Steve Perry hair back then. Okay, split down the middle and long, so—
0: Oh man, I love c Perry. He oh that was that was a great look.
1: Yeah, I know it was absolutely a great look. You know, my mom hated it, but I had to have it.
0: Oh my God. With the well, straight
1: leg jeans? Yeah, remember those? Yeah, the jean jacket maybe if you were big enough to wear it. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Hey, we're bringing the eighties back you and I right there
0: for sure. You For know, sure, we're the, gonna do it. You with the half-cuffed
1: T-shirts, were you cut at all,
0: like that? Uh, no, because oh yeah, yeah, the the, the 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 you know the crop crop. Yep, basically. Yeah, we
1: couldn't call no, we can't call that a crop. That that's that's girly stuff. Half okay. cut. Half right, cut. right. Come on.
0: I, I think Mike Reno wore one in Loverboy. Yeah, he did. He did. yeah yeah it was it was yes I, that was I have, definitely have one of those
1: and he okay. had those red leather pants that I saw him put on a couple of years ago it's like Mike Mike no no you can't wear those still
0: and I got the sweatbands too I still have those somewhere see I know. the
1: sweatbands I have a big head I did not look good with that <laughs> okay big hair okay big head not good and then uh, on the wristbands that was good and I'm sure your wife wore the um uh was leg it leg warmers yes she still does. Those are very sexy. Even when we were teens, I would like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. absolutely. She wore them to a dance class just the other day in L.A., and everybody came up and said, "These are all the younger, you know, younger dancers." And like, what? What are those? Are really cool. What? What do you call those? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they are like those are really. Are those new? was like, no, these are from the '80s. Oh my God. I know. Hey, Steve, I just realized something. Now, have you seen? The movie yet? Have you seen High Strong? I have
1: not had a chance to, so we're hoping to have a view party this weekend.
0: Okay, okay. All right. where, where are you going to see it? Are you going to see it at the house or
1: yes, at the house?
0: Okay, great. Well, you got to let me know what you think. Oh, of, absolutely, absolutely. I think
1: okay, great. So we got the the iTunes. People can uh, download it on demand. And you know what? Work just for your fans. We should give something away. Let's do it. Right. Uh, maybe a T-shirt that you rubbed yourself around. No, that would be me. Sorry about that.
0: Hey, I'm giving away this shirt off my back on Saturday morning, by the way.
1: Oh, that's right. You're doing some type of social media. So tell me about that.
0: Yeah. Well, it's going to be Saturday morning on my Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's, uh, Twitter is MichaelDamian1. And, mm-hmm. uh, oh, no. No. The real Michael Damian. Sorry. Wait. wait, No. <laughs> what, wait. What, Instagram what? is the real Michael Damian because somebody took Michael Damian. And then MichaelDamian1 is the Twitter and no, i'm just going to do it uh, somebody was asking me for the <laughs> my, my personal shirt so i thought well i'm not i gotta i can't just give it away i gotta like do a contest so sure. we'll have a 9 a.m pacific standard time contest answer three questions win a shirt uh my actual shirt it's my high strung t-shirt awesome it's a vintage shirt so or, or custom shirt um so we're gonna do that but for you we should give away a free iTunes download of High Strung on your uh, to your listeners. Cool, fantastic
1: we'll uh, we'll tweet that out and we'll figure out uh, what what they'll have to do. Maybe find an obscure picture of you to win the download. Okay, perfect. perfect. I think that would be okay. you know something something maybe if uh, they could find pictures of you way back when you were younger.
0: Yes. Way way back, many right. centuries ago. Right That's... when you had
1: the Farrah Fawcett hair, and you did.
0: Perfect. You you come up with the question. You you post it. I'll I'll repost re, re and uh, and they can win a download and uh, let me know what they think. Fantastic. I hope They enjoy it.
1: Michael, it is an absolute pleasure. We're going to have to have you back on in a couple of months. What do you think?
0: Okay, great, great. We're going to be hitting the road uh, this summer. The movie releases theatrically all across all over Europe. Uh, awesome. So we'll be, I'll be there um, quite a bit. You know, Italy, France, Germany, and uh, you know, so we would definitely love to do the show. Yeah,
1: absolutely. We'll do a Skype. How about that? We'll do a. Yeah, big we can Skype. do a
0: Skype from Europe. Yeah, sounds great. That would be awesome.
1: And you guys can sing live or something, or just we'll just have some fun.
0: Okay, we'll Skype from Italy, where my my uh, parents, my relatives are from, and so or I come. I'm half Italian, so uh, I think a, an Italian Skype would be perfect.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm forty percent Italian. I'm just
0: saying. Okay. Well, that's great. That's my, my brother, my paisan. That's right. I like you. Well, you. know.
1: Michael Damien, it is an absolute pleasure. Why don't you give us all your, I think we already got your social media, Michael Damien1. Make sure you follow him wherever you go and on Instagram. And your website is com. All those details are right there. You're a fun guy, dude. We need to hang out more often.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's do it and let's compare, you know, hair products... <laughs> 80s clothing, all that good stuff, and coffee, more importantly. We've a we got to have a really good coffee.
1: I absolutely uh, agree with you. And with this, we're going to do a little double play. Of course, we got to have uh, Rock On and the single, Was It Nothing At All. Michael, thank you so much for being on The Blend.
0: You're awesome. Thank you so much, and thank you. And let me know what you think of High Strong. You can get it everywhere.
1: You certainly will. Guys, jump on it. iTunes, get the on-demand. And if you guys, maybe you can get it in a theater where you live. Jump on the highstrungthemovie.com website for more details. Michael, thank you so much.
0: You're the best, Steve. Rock on.